Hey there. Like this show and want to create one similar? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. Uh, One of the main things that I love about Anchor, but that's not all. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How awesome is that? Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world has never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome to The Kidney Connection, a weekly show about dialysis wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G, a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. So hello there, welcome to the Kidney Connection Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. Today we have an amazing guest. We have Ms. Shawnee Palmer. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you today? I am good. I'm good. And I said your name right. Did yes, you did. Right? Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I meant to ask you that before. <laughs> I was like, I think I, I think I got this, but <laughs> let me just check. So thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm really excited good. to be here and connect with your audience today. Good, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get dig in. Yeah, so I'm Shawnee Palmer, and I'm an author, therapist, and mindset coach. I'm the owner of Alpine's Empowerment Agency and Love and Serenity Wellness, and I work with individuals on creating a strong foundational um, emotional mindset, um, just so that they're able to kind of build their lives up in the professional and the personal areas. what I do know and what I have found out especially being a business owner is you can only perform to the to the level and extent (laughs) of your emotional wellness (laughs) like if you have any deficits or any um any you're not self-aware or you have some things that you just knew about but have not dealt with they're going to show up all in your business so um it's yeah. so important so I like that you mix those you know with life and you know and and business or career because it they go hand in hand 
Right, right. And, you know, in life, we have to make decisions. We have to make decisions every single day. We have to decide what we want to eat, you know, who we want to engage with. You know, we have a lot of decisions to make. So we're always in our own minds about things. But if our emotions are not in alignment, then it can interfere with making the, the decision that's best for us. So that's why I like to combine those two together, because, you know, as humans, we have emotions, we're going to feel mm-hmm. things. And sometimes mm-hmm. we are not able to get a grasp onto those emotions when there are certain things that trigger us. So it's all about like, you know, learning those things that trigger you and finding ways to address them. So that way they don't get the best of you. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's never ending. You know, I always say, well, I always feel like, you know, people always make say the same I'm a work in progress, but I feel like you're always going to be a work in progress. Like, I don't think there'll ever be a time where you stop, either stop working on yourself or stop um, practicing on, on these habits because it's always going to be something new or maybe something different that comes up that's going to challenge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got to think about, like, with our lifespans and from birth to now, where we're at in life, like, We've had so many evolutions and we're taught that, you know, once you become an adult, you're supposed to, your brain stops developing by the age of, I think, 26, they boosted up to. And, you know, when your brain stops developing, it means that you're possibly, you stop evolving, but that's not true. You know, you have the ability to be able to continue to expand on and, you know, with the things that you do in life and that's going to look different through those phases in life with every age that you get, like life should be looking different and not the same. So, um, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So one of the, um, the points uh, that I know you, you wanted to discuss is, and this is important. You get, you're going to give, what is it? The benefits of having it and then things you can do to shift um, you know, and I'm, it is emotional mindset. So I, I'm eager to dig into these three points. So the first one is what does it mean to shift your emotional mindset? Yes. Yes. So when we think about emotions and mindset, emotions are how we feel, you know, it's how our bodies respond to different things that we're hearing in our minds, the, you know, the sounds in which things are being penetrated out of people's voices. So the mindset is, you know, what you think about it. And we all have opinions about things and sometimes we can miscommunicate or we can have a different perspective from a situation than another person. And when you need to shift your mind, your emotional mindset, it means that you need to be able to change the way you view life that's going to align more with your emotions. Um, or you may need to do the opposite. So they go hand in hand together. You know, there's always going to be an emotion, no matter what, that you, no matter what you think. So you could be thinking about something or have an opportunity that's exciting and you're going to have an emotion behind it. And then you're also going to have a thought process behind it. And that may be rational or irrational. And that's where the shifting of your mindset must go hand in hand. Because if you're having a rational mindset towards something that's supposed to be a happy feeling, then that's not in accord with each other. So being able to, you know, find ways to make changes on that perspective helps you align with your emotions. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's an important um, point that you make because you, if you don't know what, 
if you don't even know what it means, you know, there's going to be no way you're going to actually be able to do it. <laughs> if you don't even know where you're supposed to start, what to look for, you know, those things are very important and often, you know, trip us up because we're looking for answers to, to issues and problems and situations that we can't even, we don't even have clarity around what they come from. What is it? Why is it? Mm-hmm. So I love, I love how you broke that down there. So what are some benefits of uh, shifting your emotional wellness? I mean, I'm sorry, your emotional mindset. Yeah. So what it does is it allows you to really gain skills, skills that build on a strong intuitive foundation. So everybody's given the gift of having an intuition and not everybody can pick up on those intuitive thoughts that they have because their emotions are so you know, all over the place. And I wrote a book, Shifting Your Mindset, where I speak about these specific things that help you to build skills, you know, to be able to trust yourself more, learn yourself more, and what and, and how it transpires in your life once you do the work for it all is that you have healthier communication skills, right? So you're able to communicate your thoughts more effectively to other people. You're able to not feel blockages within your within your thought process around communication with other people. It helps you to build, you know, healthier professional and personal boundaries with people. You know, if you need to tell a person no, you'll be more likely to do it without the emotional attachment to it, right? Which could be the guilt that you have. Um, Another thing it does is that it just really sets clear standards and values in your life. Like you're able to create those and have concise thoughts about it. You know, mm-hmm. you won't be all over the place like, uh, should I allow this? Should I not allow this? It'll come from a space of, okay, I've experienced life. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And then you be able to identify things that are just non-negotiable, right? right? So it's just all about like, how do you initiate conversations with other people in a healthy way, eliminating fear, which is what typically causes a lot of us blockages with communicating things that we feel and the things that we think. Right. Yes. Fear is a gateway to a whole lot of crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Fear is that that's what I, I, I think of that's how I think about fear. It is like a gateway to a lot of things that you really, you know, don't want, don't want to introduce, don't want to keep. Mm-hmm. Um so yes, dealing with fear is a is a big, a big part of it. And and I feel like you're it's not just a one time thing because different things are gonna scare you. So um but at least having that blueprint, you know, that, that you just, you know, laid out that will just help every time, no matter what the situation is, you just can kind of, you might have to tweak it a little bit, but use that same blueprint and, you know, you'll be, at least it'll start you, you know, well on your way. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So moving into the action piece, which is what I, the, my favorite parts of anything. It's like, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> so what types of things can people do to shift their emotional mindsets? Yeah, so it all depends on the individual person on how the different skills can be implemented basically and how they're going to take to them all. There are so many different areas in which you can tackle into your life, but I think the most important aspects of, you know, what you can do is first identify what areas you struggle with 
right? Some people mm-hmm. are really vocal and blunt within relationships, personal relationships, and they may not be blunt within the professional relationships, right? So they may feel intimidation in the work environment and they'll be less likely to communicate something that they need to and that fear creeps on in. So identify the areas that you need the most work in. You know, that would take you, you know, having to really step back and reflect on your life and whole and how emotions have been presented to you from birth until present. Um, me being a therapist um, and while writing this book, Shifting Your Mindset, I utilize a lot of the clientele that I worked with in addition to like looking at my history and seeing what, you know, patterns were prevalent for me to be able to come up with ways people can shift their emotional mindsets and creating a timeline of events and people, significant people in my life were one of some of the main components that helped me to be able to understand, well, what areas do I need to work on in my life, right? So relationships are a major key point to being able to shift your emotional mindset. So people that you interact with on a daily basis, you have to be able to identify the challenges with communication with people people right outside of who have you been around and who have you seen show emotions or not show emotions is not only the key but also how have you responded you know how have you responded how have you broken down how has your body reacted to these things is always necessary but also starting from day one and moving forward and creating a journal where you track all of the things that go on within your mind and your emotions. Now, that would be like a mental health check-in that I I highly encourage anybody to do where every single day when you're starting to learn more about yourself and you want to be able to, you know, highlight key points that you need to be able to make changes to yourself, keeping a journal, tracking that day-to-day. How did I feel today? Why did I feel that way? Um, that's always a good outlet to be able to do that. Also, when you are emotional, go back and reflect when you're not emotional on that episode that took place. So when we're angry, most people don't go back and say, well, why was I angry? You know, after, after everything has cleared out and check in with themselves to be able to get a better understanding of what took place. If you could do that, then you'll be able to pinpoint and address that same issue if it happens again later on. Many people don't do that. When you're angry, sometimes it feels like a crisis state. And when you're out of that crisis state, you just forget about it. And if you don't take the time to be able to work on yourself through in that, that time frame in between those crisis states, you're going to miss out. Because the brain is only going to be able to recall what it can and what you teach it. So for people who have like anger issues when it comes to shifting their emotional mindset, one thing they may need to do is learn how to, you know, actively listen and reflective listen. So how they need to be able to communicate with other people, how they take information in versus, you know, how the other person is perceiving them when they give information. Um, so there's, those are just some of the things that people could do to work on like shifting their emotional mindset. So that way they can build awareness within themselves to know what they need to change and find ways in which they can address those issues that are reoccurring in the future right yes yes mm-hmm. yeah yes i love all of those and and like you said you just i was gonna um 
I had just wrote down self-awareness right when you said it because that's like to me it sounds like that was a common thread mm-hmm. uh, in in that last part of you know what types of things you can do you first have to acknowledge what type of person you are and like you said how do you receive information how do you react how do you respond um how what what vibes are you giving off like you have to be aware of a lot of those things if you truthfully you know want to dig in and and really really make you know consistent and um and meaningful change mm-hmm. yeah and another thing that people have to really do is learn to validate their own emotions um, you know, get wrapped up in yourself when you're going through these episodes. So that way you don't feel like, oh, well, I should be feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Typically when people become angry, they are, they're, you know, second guessing their, their selves. And that's where, you know, I mentioned earlier where having a strong intuitive foundation is very important because you can check in with yourself and say, you know what, I had every right to feel this way, mm-hmm. but moving forward, what do I need to do? And am I sabotaging myself in any way with how I respond to these things, to these emotions? And people don't do that. They they do not check themselves, but we're quick as human beings to check other people about Mm -hmm. their behavior. Right. So when you have that, that intelligence within yourself, because you're learning who you are, you'll be able to check yourself before anybody else checks you but also identify how you need to respond moving forward to situations so um for people who have road rage sometimes they have road rage because they're just in a rush or somebody cuts them off and they feel disrespected while on the road but if if they're looking at what that person did to them versus what the person did to everybody on the road and how they put everybody's safety at risk they can take themselves outside of feeling so frustrated Right. Um, because people take things personally. And it's like, yeah, if that person was driving crazy on the road. It wasn't about you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you were impacted by it, but it was not. They, they did not try to, you know, come in and harm you in any type of way. They didn't do that intentionally, but we don't know what was going on in that other person's car. And then also, right. what can you do moving forward when you're on the road? You have more awareness focusing on the road with the drivers. It's like you have to be able to drive for yourself and the drivers at times because people, you know, do some silly things, right? So if you see a a driver driving crazy, maybe you want to get off on the exit. Maybe you want to jump into another lane. Like you got to be able to find other ways to be able to handle that versus getting upset. Right. You know, you're going to get upset and, and, and follow the person, hunk them down, stick your middle finger up at them, cuss them out. Like, why would you want to put yourself through that? Like you're aggravating yourself more while the other person is probably going to move on with their lives and be doing just right. Yeah. So this is why it's, it's very important for people to learn to shift their emotional mindsets. Yeah, it's all valuable information. And especially now um, with the climate of today's world where it's like, you can't just go popping off at people like Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Could, but especially now, you know, it, it's just so many more incidents, people getting shot, people following you, you know, following you home. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's, it's not worth it. It's like you could have avoided it. And I'm not saying that it, it would be your fault, but you know, you just don't know what type of people you're dealing with when you react that way, especially for strangers. Right. Um, so you know, because like you said, you don't know what's going on in that car. You don't know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, all all of that 
all of that is great stuff. So I love, thank you so much um, for coming on to talk about, you know, once again, just to recap, you talked about, um, you know, how, what does it mean to shift your emotional mindset? What, is, what are the bits? And then what types of things that you can do, which to me, you know, it's just, a, it's a complete package of, okay, this is what it is. This is how I can help you. This is, you know, this emotional and mindset and all of this stuff is people don't do enough trial and error. They say, you know, oh, this worked for so-and-so or somebody told me about this. And then if that doesn't work, they give up when it's really a, it's so individualized. Like you said, it's just, it's so many different things and not everything is going to work for everyone. So you really do have to try quite a few things in order <laughs> to find out what exactly is going to work for you. Right. Right. And, and definitely making sure that you have a strong support system behind you throughout all of this, like mm -hmm. gather your resources when you know, when you start identifying these things, because like reality can hit you and that puts you in a more of an emotional state. Right. And you're mm -hmm. supposed to be working on shifting your emotional mindset. And that's why it's like, well, what do you do for self-care? How do you typically take yourself out of an emotion that you don't want to be in? Um, do you sit around and just wait for it to leave on its own, which could take days, you know, for right. you to be able to shake that energy because you've been in your own mind, you know, kind of light and fire to the situation more and more versus, okay, you, you, you're angry for five to 10 minutes and you go and cool down and you cooling down through working out. You may do some meditation. You may go and talk to somebody. You may do some artwork, something that is tangible for you to naturally just go to because you can't stop yourself from feeling things, but you mm -hmm. also don't need to sit with it for too long where it becomes detrimental to your overall well-being. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and and sharing uh, some of your expertise with us. These are definitely, um, you know, powerful and actionable things that you're talking about. So um, I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. No problem. And let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Love and Serenity Wellness, which is one of my brands. And you can also look me up on Facebook by Shawnee Palmer, or you can check out my website at loveandserenitywellness.com. I also have a Facebook group that I offer that's called Shifting Your Emotional Mindset, where it's free to the public, but also it's a private group. So that way I work more one-on-one -on -one in that group. Uh, just being able to give more tools and things of that nature for specific situations that people have. So people mm -hmm. have that access to me um, in addition to my book that's releasing in next week, Shifting Your Mindset, The Guide to Overcome Depression, Anxiety, and Trauma, where there's more detailed situations that I walk people through and give them some actual tools that they can start implementing into their everyday lives. Awesome, awesome. Well, I look forward to that book coming out. And if you didn't catch um, all of uh, the ways that you can reach Shawnee, don't worry. You can go head to our website uh, and get all of her contact information there. So thank you again so much for joining us. Yes, peace. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to share this broadcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think could benefit from it. Also, share your takeaways from this show on your IG stories. Don't forget, 
use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www.lwapllc.com slash blog. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. Thank you.